Welcome to all of you this morning. We are so delighted to have you in the house of the Lord with us today. If you're visiting with us, let me just take a moment and extend to you a very special welcome. We are truly honored that you are in the house of the Lord with us this morning. It is Resurrection Sunday. How many is glad that he's alive this morning? Amen. Oh, what a joy. I'm thankful I'm not serving a dead God this morning, but that he is alive and alive forevermore. The children that are going to class, feel free to do so at this time. Help them get to their designated places. Teenagers are staying in the house this morning with us. Uh, but uh, all of the others, as they're making their way, let me take a moment and welcome those that are joining us by way of live stream this morning. We say a very special resurrection good morning to you as well. And uh, we pray that you feel the presence of the Lord right where you're joining us from this morning. I'm excited today to share with you the word of the Lord. Amen. You'll probably never guess what we're going to preach on today. But, uh, so, but uh, we're going to uh, share with you the story uh, that I believe is the, one of the greatest uh, stories that humanity has ever heard. Outside of the birth of our Savior, it is the resurrection of our Lord and Savior this morning. I'm going to ask you to turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter number 28, if you have your Bibles with you this morning, and uh, we'll be there in just a moment. And uh, if the Lord would help me, I've got, I've got a book of things I'd like to share, but my son done gave me instructions early this morning. He said, Dad, I parked at your house in case I need to get out because I know how you are. I don't know what that means, but somebody can go let the airs out of that Jeep up there at my house, all right? So we'll keep him here one way or the other. Uh, but if the Lord would help me for a few moments, I want to share with you this thought today. It is simply a time to believe. The world is going crazy around us. I think most of you are aware of that and uh, we find ourselves today where right is wrong and wrong is right up is down and down is up and uh, there's such a state of confusion uh, that's running across our nation as well as the nations of the world but I stand here today knowing this that there is a truth that surpasses anything that can be presented and given to us by men and that is this that Jesus came he died and he rose again. And because of that, you and I are able to stand here today and sit here today in a place of victory, not a place of defeat. I want to, if the Lord will release me in just a few moments, I want to share a word with you that the Lord has really put into my spirit about midnight last night. Uh, but uh, we'll, we're going to begin this morning by just sharing the word of the Lord with you. Uh, before I read Matthew 28, allow me to read in your hearing Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. It simply says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which do so easily beset us. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Can I tell you, in the midst of all of the craziness of a world, he's still sitting on the throne this morning. So you have a reason to rejoice today. 
Today, we join millions across the globe to celebrate the life of the one who we call Jesus Christ, our Lord. This story has had a great impact on lives throughout generations. And throughout history, men have tried to discredit it, change it, destroy it, and even erase it from history. While it may be a familiar story for you today, I want us to revisit it together this morning. Matthew chapter 28, beginning in verse number 1 through verse number 10, we read these words. In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn towards the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning and his raiment white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and become as dead men. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not ye, for I know that you seek Jesus, which was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen. As he said, Come see the place where the Lord lay, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee. There shall you see him. Lo, I have told you. And they departed quickly from the sepulcher with fear and great joy and did run to bring his disciples' word. And as they went to tell his disciples, behold, Jesus met them, saying, All hail. They came and held him by his feet and worshipped him, then said Jesus unto them, Be not afraid. Go tell my brethren that they go into Galilee, and there shall they see me. This morning, as we celebrate this amazing truth in God's Word, I have to pause and ask the question at the very beginning of my time with you. Do you really believe? There is much that could be said concerning this day in history, but I'd like to focus on what this day really means for all of humanity especially for those that will truly believe. In a short statement, one can sum it up such as this. Concerning this very special day, it is a day of liberty or a day of freedom that was purchased for you and I. The definition of liberty is simply this. It is freedom from external or foreign rule, freedom from captivity, confinement, and restraint. This morning, I am very thankful that liberty or freedom is still available to all who will call on his name. They can take Ten Commandments off of the buildings of our nation. They can say that there's no place for God in government. They can say that prayer is no longer allowed in school. But they will never erase the words of God that was written in John chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but would have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that through the world through him might be saved. It is from the darkest hour in history, my friend, that we find the glorious light of the gospel of Jesus Christ that began to burst forth and it began to bring liberty to men and women that was diseased and in bondage and in places of captivity. 
Today, I could stand here and share with you the events that led up to that resurrection morning. We could talk to you today about the betrayal in the garden of one of his own. We could talk about the humiliation in Pilate's hall. We could talk about the beating where his back was opened up and looked like a field that had been plowed. Uh, We could talk about the pricking of his beard, or we could talk about the crown of thorns that was platted on his head, Uh, not to mention the ripening of his garment or not to mention the sound of the crowd that was simply crying, crucify him. Uh, But today I want to focus on the reality uh, that even though everything looked like it was over, uh, very early in the morning, uh, something began to happen. Uh, It was not a natural thing, uh, but it was a supernatural thing. Uh, It is this, it was a prophetic mandate that had been talking about for hundreds of years. uh, But in that designated season, season and time. Uh, God said today's the day. Uh, I'm glad that today can be your day. Uh, No matter where you find yourself, uh, no matter what you're going through, no matter what your struggle is, uh, I'm just here to tell you very simply this morning, uh, it's time to believe. Uh, You may ask, what am I talking about? Uh, It's time to believe that Jesus came, died and rose again, yes, uh, but not as a blanket, uh, but he come uh, to be what you need him to be this morning, right? now where you're at. Uh, You see, this is a personal thing. Uh, If it had only been you, he would have still came and died uh, and resurrected. Uh, Why? Uh, It's because this morning uh, there is a perfect love that's extended to you even when we was not lovable. Today, do you believe? For it is out of this horrific event that true freedom was made available for every one of us that's in this room this morning. You see, today, if we're not careful, we have gotten so good at going through the motions that we forget what John 8, 36 simply says, if the Son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. I want to ask you this morning, is your life a picture of freedom? Or is your mind continually troubled? Is your emotions continually overwhelming you? Is there still this oppression of darkness that's trying to tell you that it isn't worth living any longer? This morning, we must choose wisely in these times in which we find ourselves. We must choose to walk according to the instructions of his word and not the words of men. I'm reminded as Paul wrote in Galatians chapter 5, Verse number one, he says, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. I ask you this morning, are you standing in that liberty? It's so much deeper than just a surface. But can I tell you this morning, if you was to read verse five through seven of the same chapter, You would simply find, for we through the Spirit wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. For in Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. You did run well. Who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? You see, what is the purpose of Jesus this morning? Isaiah simply said it best in Isaiah chapter 61. 
He says, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. He's talking about Christ. Because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to, pray, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prisons to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the day of vengeance of our of our God to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Can I say this this morning? He fulfilled his purpose. Notice his victory equips you and I this morning to become new creations in him where old things are passed away and all things become new. Which means this, John 14 still rings very true today in the year 2021 in verse 12 through 18 where he says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he also and greater works than these shall he do because I go to my Father. And whatsoever he shall ask in my name, that will I do. And the Father may be glorified in the Son. And if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter. That he may be abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive. Because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But you know him. For he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. And I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. I need to tell somebody this morning just simply this. He loves you. He loves you so much that he says, even though I'm going to go sit on the right hand of the Father... The Father is going to send another comforter, and he's going to walk with you, be with you, lead you, guide you, and direct you. This morning, do you know him? Have you experienced him? You see the song that they sung this morning. I came to the worship team a few weeks ago, and I said, have you guys listened to this song? And I said, I, I think you all need to do that song and the words of it is simply this they say this mountain can't be moved they say these chains will never break but they don't know you like we do for there is power in your name it goes on to simply say we've heard that there is no way through we've heard that the tide will never change but they haven't seen what you can do. There's power in your name. You see, what does that really mean this morning? Can I tell you, when a man or a woman will begin to believe and trust in God, the impossible becomes possible. I didn't come with a big message today. I just come to simply tell somebody right now in the midst of all of your pain, all of your hurt, all of your disappointments, you just need to begin to believe. You say, is it really going to change things in my life if I began to believe? Absolutely. Here, I'll show you what the difference is between what they say and what he says. 
Can I do that this morning real quick? They say this mountain can't be moved. But he says, speak to the mountain and it will be cast into the sea. They say chains will never break. But when Peter was in jail in Acts chapter 12, you came in and said, rise up quickly. And the chains fell off. Uh, They say there's no way through. But in Exodus chapter 13, the Lord simply said, Moses, stretch out the rod. And the children of Israel crossed on dry ground. Can I tell you, they say there will never be a change. Uh, But can I tell you, they say evil will always prevail. Uh, But in John chapter 8, when he was in the garden uh, and Judas came to betray him all of a sudden they said are you Jesus and he simply said I am Uh, and it says that they fell backwards uh, and they fell to the ground Uh, this morning I want to tell somebody uh, the enemy may be pursuing uh, he may even be standing in front of you uh, but when Jesus Christ is decreed and declared over your life uh, everything changes Uh, darkness has to dispel Uh, joy begins to arise uh, and peace begins to be found again. Uh, This morning I will celebrate uh, because I'm not serving a dead God uh, but I am serving a God that is alive today uh, and forevermore. Uh, I know uh, that the world doesn't understand it. Uh, We should come to the house of God. Uh, We could set all proper uh, and be sophisticated. Uh, There's no reason to scream or holler. Uh, There's no reason to dance and be excited. Uh, But listen, uh, when my boy hit the baseball over the fence uh, I jump and scream and I didn't care uh, but can I tell you better than that uh, there's a man by the name of Jesus uh, that delivered me from darkness uh, delivered me from hell uh, delivered me from the strongholds of sin uh, and I'm going to stand and decree and declare today uh, that because he's alive and well uh, I can stand uh, and decree declare to you today uh, that I'm alive uh, that I'm alive uh, that I'm alive uh, and not only am I alive today uh, but I have an opportunity to live for all eternity. I don't know about you, but I'm about to step into a place where there is no more pain, no more death, no more parting. Listen, there's a reunion in our future. We got a reason to rejoice because he's still alive this morning. Somebody ought to give him a shout of praise right there. I got to tell somebody this morning, uh, your best day is not 2005. Uh, It wasn't in 2010. Uh, It wasn't in 2019 or 20. Uh, But your best days is now uh, because he's still alive uh, and he's not forsaken you. Uh, He's not abandoned you. Uh, He's not forgotten you. Uh, But this morning he allowed you to get to this house uh, to hear this preacher scream at you one more time uh, and tell you uh, that if you'll just believe Believe uh, there is a miracle in the making. Uh, if you'll just believe, you can have joy. Uh, if you'll just believe, you can have peace. Uh, if you'll just believe, uh, strongholds will fall. Uh, there is still hope uh, because he's still on the throne this morning. Oh, forgive me. Might as well throw those notes away this morning. Uh, I got to tell you, uh, I don't know what the impossible is in your life, uh, but I do know the one uh, who is able to move the immovable. Uh, He is able to break the unbreakable, uh, and he is able to deliver you uh, from the strongholds that trouble you. Uh, You just have to believe for it. Uh, Just like when he walked with Urias, uh, they said, don't bother the master any longer. Uh, Your 12-year-old girl is already dead. Uh, 
but he simply said, just believe only. And they walked into the house, put the mourners out, put the doubters out. He walked in and he spoke and a 12-year-old girl resurrected. Can I tell you there's some things that's about to resurrect in the United States of America. I know that everybody says it's over, but just hold on just a little bit longer. There is something that's stirring. There's something moving. I gotta tell you this morning, the Lord is about to do a new thing in your family. He's about to do a new thing in your nation. He's about to do a new thing in your church. He's about to restore and resurrect. Somebody give him a shout of praise because we gotta believe like we've never believed. Listen, revival is coming. Somebody needs to hear this morning that the world is not your answer, but the Lord is still all that you need. They've tried to silence him. They've tried to do away with him. Even some churches has even removed him. But can I tell you, little better than 2,000 years ago, after Jesus has left Pilate's hall, after he fell under the weight of the old rugged cross, after he took the journey up Golgotha's hill, after he has laid himself willingly on a tree that he created, after the sounding of the hammer has ended as they drove the nails into his hands and his feet. After he was jolted and the cross was put in place and every fiber in him was torn. After the veil of the temple was rent from the top to the bottom when he simply asked and said from the cross, why hast thou forsaken me? After all of that, can I tell you, there was some folks called the Pharisees that they began to think in the next morning. They said when he was yet alive, he said something that disturbs us. He said that in three days he would rise again. So they went into front of Pilate and said listen, we got to talk to you just for a moment. This is after Joseph has begged for the body of Jesus. After he has put him in linen cloth and laid him in the tomb and rolled away the stone in front of it and put it in its place. After all of that, the Pharisees, the religious folks of that day, they said we got to do something. We can't let anything happen uh, to disrupt our comfort, uh, to disrupt what we've always been. Uh, and they went and said to Pilate, uh, we need to do something because in three days he said uh, that he was going to resurrect. Uh, we don't trust those radical followers of Jesus. Uh, they're liable to come and steal his body. Uh, we need to seal that thing. Uh, 
We need to set a watch on that thing. If you read Matthew 27, he simply says, go set a watch. Do whatever you will. The Bible says that they sealed the tomb and that then they set watchmen. They said, we're not going to let anybody, anything get close to this because we don't want anything to happen. But can I tell you, in men's power and ability. Uh, it did not compare to what was getting ready to happen uh, in the very prophetic mandate of time uh, for that season. Uh, and I want you to hear me this morning. Uh, the same thing that happened then uh, is the same thing that men is trying to do now. Uh, we find that men is trying to put him back into a cave. Uh, they're trying to put him in a tomb. Uh, they're trying to put a stone in front of it. Uh, they're trying to seal it up. Uh, and they're trying to make it about everything else. Uh, but can I tell you, just like then, uh, they are not able to do it now uh, because uh, very early in the morning uh, at the designated time uh, in the spiritual realm, uh, there began to be a emerging from the heavenlies uh, and the angel of the Lord came down uh, and it says he rolled away the stone uh, and then he sat down upon it. Uh, a picture of authority, uh, a picture of conquering what man had tried to do. Uh, can I tell you this morning, uh, I'm just going to keep on believing. Uh, I don't care how they try to seal this thing up. Uh, I don't care how they try to doctor it up. Uh, but I'm here to tell you, Jesus Christ uh, is still the one that's able to save, heal, and deliver. Uh, you say, how can you say that? Uh, it's because I can tell you this. Uh, when I was lost and undone, uh, all of a sudden I found joy unspeakable uh, and full of glory. Uh, when my life was a mess, uh, he came in and made it right. Uh, I know what it is to hold a baby that's dying uh, and begin to pray uh, and go back four years later, go back seven years later, uh, go back 12 years later, uh, and the baby uh, is no longer dying, uh, but is thriving. Uh, I know what it's like uh, to pray for a young man uh, that the doctors was too concerned about the soccer game, uh, that they didn't even sew him upright, do what they needed to. Uh, he's laying there dead almost. Uh, we walk in, pray for him. Uh, wasn't anything we did uh, but a man by the name of Jesus uh, stepped into the room uh, and now he's fine. Uh, can I tell you, uh, man doesn't do it. Uh, they don't have the authority. Uh, but can I tell you, I'm serving a God this morning uh, that is still doing those things. Uh, and you and I today have to realize uh, that if we will just believe, uh, he is still a miracle working Savior. Uh, he can put your family back together. Uh, he can put your marriage back together. Uh, he can touch your wayward children. Uh, he can still touch a nation. Uh, he can still bring revival to a church. Uh, listen, uh, but somebody's got to believe in him. Amen. I ask you this morning, will you believe? Right now this morning, somebody needs to just ask themselves the question, is it more than a story for me? But do I really believe? We've heard there is no way through this situation. But is he a God that changes? No. The same God that opened up the Red Sea is the same God that can open up your sea. He can bring life and liberty to you if you'll believe. On this Resurrection Sunday, I will stand here and declare to you without hesitation 
that he's still able to move the unmovable, that he's still able to break the unbreakable. He's really able to take the impossible and turn it into a miracle for you and your family. We know that hope is never lost today because there is still an empty grave. This morning, will you believe? Not a big message today. Not a big message at all other than this, that he's still able to do exceedingly abundantly what you'd ever ask or think. But will you believe? You see, sometimes you have to push through the stuff. Sometimes you have to go beyond what others even understand. But when men began to believe, women began to believe, miracles began to come commonplace. The woman with the issue of blood, she just had to believe. And when she touched his garment, she was made whole. Blind Bartimaeus on the side of the road, he just had to believe. And when he cried out, Son of David, have mercy on me, vision came to his sight. To his eyes. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego simply said, We're willing to stand here. They was willing to put all of their trust and all their belief in their God. There was a fourth man showed up in the fire that they found themselves in only because they believed. What I'm saying to you this morning is simply this if you'll believe, you'll find yourself that you're never alone. Even in the darkest of times, the most challenging of times, you'll never be alone. You may sit here this morning and say, but, but preacher, you don't know my story. I don't know your story. But I know his story. And his story delivers every one of us from our stories if we'll just believe. I stand before you this morning knowing that it's just not a normal time, but it's a very significant time. And we can go through the formalities or we can become radical followers of Christ and change the world. you and I are going to have to make some choices as men of faith, men and women of faith. I've shared this before, but please give me liberty to share it this morning. As I stand today and proclaim to you that he is alive and that he's still moving and that he's still delivering and setting free. As a nation today, we have an opportunity in this season and I don't want us to miss out on this opportunity where we can experience the ushering in of the freshness of the Holy Spirit of God in this season. But I would pray that all of us would be driven with great passion this morning for the saving of the lostness of humanity. Patrick Henry said this, I know of no way of judging of the future but by the past. And this is what he says. History shows me it is only when men repent 
and turn towards Christ, that sins are forgiven and lands are healed and people are delivered from strongholds and darkness gives way to light. That's why let me say in your hearing one more time for those of you that are in this house continually, you should be able to quote this passage of Scripture, 2 Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will heal their land. In a speech that Patrick Henry wrote, he shared the following. Is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Forbid it. Almighty God, I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. At the end of Joshua's life, he called all of Israel before him. And he simply said this, If it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve. Which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. taking the risk of being so blunt and even taking the risk of maybe being un misunderstood this morning let me just say this to you you're serving somebody today you're either serving a kingdom of darkness or you're serving the kingdom of light you're either following after the things of God or you're following after the things of his adversary, Lucifer the devil, whoever, whatever name you want to call him this morning. But if you're following after him, your road in your life is going to end in death and destruction. But for the ones that will follow after Christ, they will spend all eternity in his presence. And we will walk, live, reign, and rule with him. But if we choose to not we will experience a life of eternal life of devastation gnashing of teeth falling in a bottomless pit and experiencing the screeches and the sounds of hell I don't say that to mess with your emotions or to try to frighten you but it's the reality of eternity this morning Whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Not might be, not could be, but shall be. This morning, there's not one super spiritual person in this room. We're just ordinary men and women following after the things of God the best way we know how. But if you're choosing not to follow after him and not believing in him, I would encourage you to pause and to reflect. 
You may say, preacher, I just don't believe in what you're saying this morning. Get it all wrong. Okay. Let me ask you this question. But what if I'm right? What if I'm right? Is it really that hard to put your faith and trust in Him? Can I tell you, it's not because I was taken to a Sunday school class. It wasn't because my daddy's a preacher. But because I've experienced him for myself, I can stand here and tell you today that he is alive. And that there is a peace and a rest that you can have. Doesn't mean you don't go through stuff. Your lawnmower's still going to break, ask Jade. Every lawnmower you touch is still going to break, ask Jade. Right? Yeah. Washer machines are still going to break. Ask Alvin. That happened this week. Then the very next day, the dryer broke. Ask Alvin. It still happens. Just because you believe doesn't mean you're exempt from that stuff. Okay. Life still happens. But in the midst of all of the frustration, in the midst of all of the overwhelmingness, there's a peace and a rest you can kind of begin to sing a song like this. It is well. You see, you can do that even when the lawnmower's broken, after you get done pouting about it. <laughs> it is well with my soul. It is well. It is well with my soul. Can you really sing that this morning? It is well with my soul. It is well. It is well with my soul. You all make a pretty good choir. See, if you believe and trust in him, you can stand and say it is well. As the worship team comes this morning, I'm going to ask them to share with you this song one more time. And I want to encourage you simply to believe for it. You may be here broken this morning. You may be here discouraged this morning. You may be here saying, I know God, but I'm not currently serving him. Listen, I don't stand here in any way judging you, looking down on you. I'm just here to tell you that today's the day of salvation. And if you choose today to follow him, he is faithful this morning to those that will call on his name. But as they're getting ready this morning, I want to give you what the Lord just put in my spirit late last night.
just for a moment. After all of the eggs was accounted for, after Brother Wade ate 15 hot dogs, after I went home and grilled chicken and steak, and after my kids had two dogs in my house that drove me absolutely crazy, You might want to not go live for this, but they, they, Lord, they was wild. I said, if that's what grandkids are going to do, y'all going to have to really pray for this preacher. Lord, help us. But after all of that, after getting in the car, taking my family to visit mama's grave yesterday. Three years ago yesterday, she stepped into heaven. Come back to the office. Debbie had to go to Walmart. And I had to come talk to Jesus that she wouldn't spend too much at Walmart and a few other things. But my time with him, I said, Lord, where are we at? Well, well, you know, tomorrow we're going to go in and it's Easter. We're going to talk about your resurrection and we're going we're to do all the things we do. And I'll be very transparent and honest with you. I love Resurrection Sunday. I love Christmas services. But those are hard for preachers. Because some of you only get you two times a year. You need to change that, by the way. You only hear those two messages. So I have, to, I have to keep them alive and fresh. But as I was in my office and just spending time with the Lord, knowing the concerns of the nation concerning the things of the church and You can do whatever you want to with this, and then we're going to sing and we're going to pray. I'm just me. I don't, I don't have a title. Pastor of this house, shepherd of this house, try to take you into the presence of the Lord, keep you safe, try to teach. And I don't consider myself to be a prophet or anything of that nature. But here's what I heard the Lord say last night that I think I need to share with you this morning and maybe you're overwhelmed just in your life maybe you're overwhelmed by the things that you see in our nation no matter where you find yourself here's what you need to know this morning the Lord would say to you and I this morning I am not done I am not unaware of this current hour or the situation, but I have allowed and ordained this season, says the Lord. I am still God and I am still on the throne and man cannot remove me. My ways are not your ways, says the Lord, but my church has now entered into a season of resurrection, says the Lord. My people will see my glory, nations will begin to shake, hearts will begin to fail. Evil plots will be exposed and the removal of many will be witnessed. But in this season, 
I'm still God. In this time, you will begin to see my hidden jewels begin to emerge from their places of obscurity, and they will take their rightful place. There is a dry and barren places that will begin to bloom because of the prayers of the saints of old. I will fulfill my promises, says the Lord. Your mother's prayers are not in vain. As my anointed stand, rain will begin to fall, says the Lord. Under your feet this morning as well, says the Lord. As the shaking begins, it's going to cause a rupture to occur and the untapped water will begin to flow. That which has been barren is going to begin to bloom. Beauty is coming back to my house, says the Lord. Like in the days of Esther, my people will be favored. Pay no attention to the gallows that's been built. For the ones that are building them for my church, they will be the ones that I place on them, says the Lord. Trim your lamps, fill your vessels with oil, for my time is nearing. Stir up the gift, remove the heart from the willows. Shout unto the Lord, for your victory is now. Fear not, only believe, and you will see the hand of my power, says the Lord. In this season, children are rising, miracles are returning, strongholds are being broken, darkness has been dealt with, and my church has been purified and refined. Uh, life is returning to my church, and the world will see my glory. Uh, I would say to you this morning, uh, the Lord would say, arise, 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 uh, because there is freshness uh, that's coming uh, in this hour, in this season. Uh, it's not over, friend, uh, but there's about to be a beginning of a brand new season. I gotta tell somebody this morning, the devil is a liar, but there is joy, there is peace, there is rest that's coming. Oh, somebody give him a shout of praise right now. I want you to just begin to believe like you've never believed in this season, in this hour. I want them to begin to sing right now. And I'm going to ask you right now in this moment, will you believe for that thing that you need of this morning? Maybe you need a miracle in your body. Maybe you need salvation. Maybe you served the Lord at one time, but you went wayward and you're not currently serving him. And you'd say, you know what? I want to give my life to him today. Maybe you need a miracle. Maybe you need a financial miracle. I'm going to ask you, will you believe for it right now? Maybe you need something to be healed or delivered from off of, and broken off of your life this morning. Can I tell you, he's a God that's able. But as they begin to minister in song, I'm going to give you an invitation to come and stand and join me in the front of this building. We've got a prayer group that will help you. We'll pray with you and pray for you this morning. But let's worship the Lord together right now. And let's believe for a miracle. Hi everybody, this is Pastor Jade Abrams here. I want to thank you for joining us today. And I also want you to connect with us. You can find us on all the social media platforms listed below. And we would love to catch up with you, hear what God has spoke to you, and continue to follow us. And we love you and God bless you.